The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop, here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! That's right. We back in the building. It's Tuesday. It's Tough Talk Tuesdays. I'm going to say that one more time. Tough Talk Tuesdays. That means we talk about the stuff that's tough, and we and, and it's just Tuesday. It's a great day. Kind of a hump day, getting ready for Wednesday hump day. You know what I mean? Pre-hump day. Pre-hump day. It's 320-22. Look out. Wingstop, the captain, 11-2, sponsored by. Three locations, 28th and Superior, 50th and Old, 29th and Pine Lake. Order, carry out, or delivery online at www.wingstop.com. Flavors include lemon pepper, original hot, hickory smoke barbecue, atomic, mango habanero, Cajun, spicy Korean barbecue, Louisiana rub, mild garlic parmesan, and Hawaiian. Have you tried them all yet? I have not tried them all. You need to get to work. You should I just am, ask them for I, a wing platter. Here's what I've I've tried. The original hot. Hickory smoked barbecue. That was good. The I got to try the Cajun. I tried the Louisiana rub. I like that. And then the spicy Korean barbecue. So you got you got So I got something to, so, to go. I wonder what the Hawaiian tastes like. Need some people to come with me though. You know, tomorrow we're going to be at Wingstop on 50th and I'll stop by. Yeah, I'll stop by that one. Lunchtime, 11 to 2. I'll stop by that. I'll, Give away I'll, some I'll shoes. Need, I'll need that. I I'll, will need that. I'll consider Come it. Come on. Tomorrow. tomorrow I will need that. I'll be here. The more, the merrier. We want to pack out. We want to make it, you know, just make it. Have a good time. Do your push-ups in a wing stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's a part. Hey, pro day today. Hold on. Before you get t- too too far in, let me take care of some business. And I'm handle gonna... it. Handle it. Yeah. Um, We did get a nomination for Beatrice Bakery. I didn't read it in the last segment. But I need to read it now so we can clip it and get it out. Uh, the nominee is Aaron Chambers. Um, amazing fourth grade teacher at Eastridge Elementary School, where she has been at the same school for over 18 years. Shows up with love, care, and commitment to invest in her students. Past couple of years have been tough on so many people, including our first responders, teachers, healthcare professionals, counselors, students, and youth. If we're being honest, it's been tough for almost everyone. 
And yet she comes to school with the excitement every single day. Expects of herself to make a meaningful and significant impact in the life of each student that she interacts with. A special thank you. Letting her know of her significance and the impact that she makes would be an amazing way to show her gratitude and love. We will do that, kind sir. We will do this for Miss Erin Chambers. Uh, we'll do that today, courtesy of Beatrice Bakery. So, uh, Rico, if you can handle that, and Jeremy, you can swing by. You know the deal. Um, swing by, and we will have a care package for her to put a smile on her face, and deservedly so. And thank you for your nominations. Pro Day. Pro Day. TyroneBird.com. Question of the day. When was the last time a defensive back got drafted? Sider Heyman text line is open. 464-5685. Hit us up. When was the last time a Nebraska defensive back? Now, we've been known for having first-round defensive Do backs I have for a to long time. say when or can I say who? No, I want to know the year. Um, you, two, and you can tell me two who. Two years ago. Tell me who. Was it uh, Lamar drafted? Negative. No. Free agent. He was, like, as soon as the draft ended. Free agent. Him and DiCaprio, same thing. As soon as the draft ended. I want to say it was Dennard. Negative. Going back too far. I'm going back too far. Too far. Going back too far. Some some linebackers. I mean, well, Nate Gary, but he's a linebacker now. Well, well, but he, he was, was drafted a, as a safety, I guess. Yeah, he was a safety coming out, and then he played. And then he moved linebacker. him to linebacker for the yeah, Eagles. It, it, you're right on Nate Gary. You're wrong that on the was, year. That was 2000. Nope, cheeseburger, not Prince. So it's not 15. Close, it was but Nate not Gary. 15. I think it was 17. 2017. Nate Gary, 2017. End up. <laughs> Rico, but uh, I just find that intriguing. That your last defensive back drafted became a linebacker? No, that it was 2017 when the last defensive back was drafted. Period. Yeah. Not that he became a linebacker. My point is just drafted. Yeah, that's a lot. Defensive backs and drafted. I I did not think that that number could be possible. It's a decent amount of time. Well, well Lamar, years, Jack- Lamar Jackson, everybody thought he was going to be drafted. DiCaprio Boodle thought he was going to be drafted. Both of them fell and were who, who immediate are you undrafted. About? I, I didn't think neither one of them undrafted. Drafted based on they did. Based on their, their work? They, they, did. they did. Did they really? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why that's, uh, yeah. They, but, DiCap- but you got to well, no, Lamar was done. He didn't have any eligibility left. DiCaprio had one more year left, I think. Yeah, but it, them thinking that they should be drafted and, and not, I mean, I get it. You know, but when you don't have a like neither a one of those, of work, neither, yeah, neither one of those guys started for three years. You know, like the Ralph Browns, Lamar did. I don't. He know He didn't about get a pick. He didn't have a pick till his senior year. Yeah, I don't know if he started though. He I did. He got benched his senior year for like a game or two. Then he came back and he actually played up to snuff. Cause I, they brought it because I remember Mike Riley brought him in, highly highly regarded corner. They brought him in. Uh, didn't start his freshman year. I think he started his sophomore year. He started for three years. Mm. The, I, 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 it, I believe. This I is believe. a big year for defensive backs in Nebraska. Um, today, unlike a lot of people, you know, some people get invited to pro days, and then there's some people that have to wait until the school has their pro day in order to showcase. I was one of those second. I didn't get invited to the combine, but I did have an opportunity 
to showcase my talents at Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, it's just as important at Nebraska to showcase your talents than it is at the – matter of fact, it's probably more important because most people continue – they went – you know, uh, uh, um, Cam Taylor Brent – Britt went to the combine, but he's also going to participate probably in the in in the um, uh, the uh, the what portion am I am I going? Not the running portion, but the actual on field portion of of uh, the combine. So um, I think that's going to be super super important for those guys to show up today. They can improve their position by what they do. They can also lose their position by what they do. Yes. You know, we've seen that before. A guy didn't necessarily come in not in, in shape or um, ready to go. And before you know it, they ran a bad time. They might have they might have benched, you know, five times 225. And, and <laughs> Bluey, you go from being drafted to going free agent. To be a priority free undrafted free agent. Yeah, there you go. A priority undrafted free agent. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have put it better. So – you know, the guys like Williams and Dismuke, um, they have to use this pro day because a lot of people are, are at the pro day. When I say a lot of people, I mean scouts. Mm-hmm. They're looking at Cam Taylor Britt. They're looking at uh, um, uh, Cam, jo- Jurgens. Cam Jurgens. Looking at Austin Allen. They're looking, looking at, at Austin Jojo Allen. Doman. Yes, sir, Jojo Doman. But the other guys, the Daniels of the world, those guys, now is the time for them to step up, put their best foot forward because – even though if I'm a recruiter, I'm looking at Austin Allen, if William shows me that he can run a 4-3-9 mm-hmm. and he can jump a 40, I'm going back to home base and say, hey, we got a sleeper. Yeah, wait a minute. There's a safety at Nebraska. There you go. That might have something there. There's just what – like when it comes to these pro days, if you didn't get invited to the combine and you're going to the pro day right now for your school or if you're a smaller, smaller school kid and you're going to another school's pro day, you need to have one thing – that catches the eye of these scouts because after that they'll be like, well, wait a minute, I, I just saw that. Let me see what else he's got, and then you'll get their eye for the other for the other events, the other things that you're doing. And if you can show out in those or put up a good showing in any of those, you know they're they're looking at you after you run after you're a safety and you run a four three nine forty, and they're kind of impressed by that. They watch you when you're doing the shuttle drills. They watch you when you're doing the 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 gauntlet of catching and and what have you. They're watching your your bench press. And they're like, okay. You know, maybe maybe you didn't do too hot in one of those things, but but you showed out in your forty and your your gauntlet of catching and your cone drill were above average. Mm. They're gonna go back and they're gonna say, Look, we're not gonna look at this guy in the first four rounds, but later on in the draft, if we have if we you know, we've got everything we need, if we're filling the spots that we need through the draft, we can look at this guy, take a shot on him, take a chance on him, or, you know, if you don't you aren't lucky enough to get drafted, you could be one of those priority free agents. You could be as soon as the draft is over, you're getting a call from somebody like, hey, we didn't draft you. We would really like to bring you to training camp, sign you as a free agent, what have you. And then you go there, you show out, and you show them what they missed. It's it's, it's important to know that to make a good decision based on – because I had an opportunity when I came out. I went free agent, of course. I had an opportunity to go to a couple different teams. Um, I like the Seattle look because – Amon was going there. He had got drafted to to Seattle. And then uh, uh, Eric Stokes was up there. So I kind of looked at that. Um, and Seattle was giving me more money <laughs> than Kansas City Chiefs. But when I look at it, hindsight's always twenty twenty. When I look at it from a long-range standpoint, I probably should have just said, let me get these peanuts. And I, Listen, 
anytime somebody's giving you money to show up, it's money. But I probably should have took the less money to go to Kansas City, but I felt like Kansas City had two picks in the seventh round. One they took, uh, and I thought they were going to take me. They told my agent they were going to take me and Warfield. They took Warfield with one of the picks in the seventh round, and they took uh, a guy by the name, his last name was Blackwell, uh, fullback from Missouri. Mm-hmm. Again, think about that. Missouri, you, you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, matter of fact, they took both fullbacks from Missouri. One free agent, the other one got drafted in the seventh round. He ended up, you know, uh, rest in peace. He ended up killing himself uh, later on. But uh, my point is Blackwell got drafted. And I was, instead of me looking at it like um, competition breeds excellence, I should have looked at it that way. I looked at it like, oh, you went and got this guy in free agent. You went and drafted this guy, and I'm better than both of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So You don't want me here. I'm not going to. Yeah, but I should have. Why? Because it's Kansas City. Why? It's right down the road. Mm-hmm. Why? I could have played one year with Marty. You know what I mean? I, I would have loved to play with Marty. Well, when I got there, it was Gunther. So a year later, I had a free agent workout where you basically go to a mini camp, and if they like you, they sign you. If not, holla at your boy, dog. <laughs> You know, after a couple of days, they end up signing me. My, but my point was, some you have to really take a hard look at where you're going when you're a free agent, you know, and, and, and look at who's there already. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the position that you're playing? Who are the guys in front of you? Are they guys that are veteran guys? Or are they guys that they just drafted? Because that all, take, that all plays a part in decision-making. Would you – so – would you rather go to a place? Let's say you're, you know, you're going through this draft process right now. Um, let's say, you know, they don't use fullbacks. Let's say you're a tight end, right? Mm-hmm. You're going through this whole draft process right now. You go undrafted. You get, a, you get, you know, four phone calls right away from four different teams. Uh, one team has a, an, an older vet who's done it for a while and kind of like a guy who's who's been in the league for a couple of years. One team has a guy who's been in the league a couple of years and a rookie. One team has you know, two really young guys and another team just drafted like two guys at your same position. Mm-hmm. What, what area are you looking to go? Like, are you looking to go beat out the, the younger guys that just got drafted? Or are you looking to go with the older guys to get some type of mentoring on how to stay in the league, how to do this, how to, you know, et cetera. Or are you going with the guys who have kind of done it for a while so you can learn from them, but also they haven't been there long enough where they have the type of cachet where they're just going to, no matter how good you do, you you don't have a chance. Um, I'm more apt to say go to where you got some veteran guys. Um, and I, that's a tough question, but but I would say veteran guys because you can learn. But sometimes those veterans will set you up because it's only 53 jobs. Mm-hmm. You're the young lion, he's the old lion, and it behooves him to help you. It's not like college ball where we help each other. We'll help the young guys. Mm-hmm. Now, pro ball, and I didn't really get this, but I do now. Pro ball, they really don't care because it's a job. Guess what? It's 53 spots. And if me, you, Mark, and Nick was number 53, 54, 55, and 56, mm-hmm. I don't want to be your friend. I don't like you, Rico. I don't like Nick. I don't like Mark because one of you guys could take my position and I'm going fishing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And believe me, when it's in the NFL, when they cut you, you're cut. I will never – me and you are friends in the NFL and mm-hmm. I get cut, I might not ever speak to you again. 
That's how doggy dog the NFL wow. is. So you really got to be careful, mm-hmm. you know, of the company you keep. The friends that you think are your friends aren't necessarily your friends, yeah. especially if they're veterans. The guys that are making the million dollars plus guys that they're vested, meaning if I'm an owner and I'm paying you, Rico, $5 million and I'm paying this rookie free, undrafted free agent mm-hmm. $700,000, unless he's coming up to a contract year, I'm not going to get rid of you. Yeah. I'm going to pay you because I know you know what you're doing. This guy, on the other hand, okay, so then I got a guy drafted. Let's say we got a veteran, a guy drafted, and a guy went free agent. The guy drafted goes first round, but the guy that went free agent is better than the first rounder, right? Yeah. I got a problem on my hand if I put this guy who went free agent in front of the first round draft pick that I drafted. Now the owners are looking like, well, you drafted the mm-hmm. guy. Why did you draft him if you were if you were going to play the undrafted free agent? We could have we could have got somebody else, got this undrafted guy, and we would have been set. Exactly makes it look a lot crazier. So you when have to undrafted guy. So you have to at least try, you know, the first round guy before you go. You got to give him his contract. Mm-hmm. You got to give him maybe two years. He's got to play maybe a little going bit. Going into three, he's got to show. He's got to show that the undrafted guy is better than him. Or the undrafted guy has to show that he's better than him, but it has to be on the field. It has to be that you're playing both of them, but you're not putting the undrafted guy in front of the first rounder. The undrafted guy has to do a good job of not letting that get into his head Mm -hmm. that I'm better than this guy, but understand it's a business. Get in where you fit in. Mm -hmm. You will never make the type of money that you can make in the NFL. I think about – uh, I had a chance to run into Torrey yesterday. Torrey, 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 Torrey. <laughs> I ran into Torrey um, at the university yesterday after I left here. And, and uh, you know, that's the one of the things that he was talking about was making sure that he puts his best foot forward at Pro Day. He, I don't know. I don't think he got uh, invited to. He didn't go to the comment. Yeah, we, we only had the four. Yeah, so case in point, Torrey can play football. He's I mean, a he football had, player. He had two touchdowns in the uh, in the Senior Bowl. How do you not invite him to? Because it was at because it combine. was because you had JoJo and Cam Taylor Britt were invited right away, and then about halfway through, you know, Senior Bowl practices, whatever. Um, Cam Jurgens and Austin Allen got invited. I could have that backwards. I don't remember exactly who, but I remember two got invited right away. Two got invited after about halfway through practices. Samori so Toure was showing out, showing up, and showing out during practices. And then in the game, he had two touchdown catches and was, you know, was impressing people uh, day in and day out, and especially on game day. Still didn't get the invite. Yeah, well, a guy like him has to test. If he tests well. If he runs fast, if he runs at least a four four, mm-hmm. and he jumps anywhere upwards of thirty five, um, he just shows that he's got explosiveness. Yeah, and he and he and he runs low four zero four one pro agility, and he does a three cone. If he tests well, he will get drafted. Might not be until the fifth sixth round, but he'll get drafted mm-hmm. because he's a tall guy. He's a taller guy. He's a, he's a guy that can, he knows how to fit. He knows how to play within the constraints. And the fact that he came in in one year and did what he did, yeah. you got to take your hat off to he's him. He's a smart guy. He learned a, he learned yeah. an entire offense in a single offseason. Yeah. Take Torrey out of the offense. Take his production out of the offense. What do we have? Not great. Not great at all. Not great. We have, we have issues all over the place. You're, and you're we probably somebody else. Exactly. We probably don't win three games. We probably only win two. Yeah, probably not. Well, I'm just saying. So, 
I, I, a guy like him, he has to test well. He has to have went. He, and he said he was he, he was working out hard, mm-hmm. went to San Diego, doing a great job out there. So I'm looking forward to him running really, really fast. I usually try to attend the pro days, but uh, fortunately I'm here on the radio. Sorry about so it. So that's okay. It's okay. I'll get a full breakdown of who did what. I am excited. I am excited to hear about Toure, Williams, Dismuke, and uh, and Snacks uh, or not Snacks. D Boogie. He didn't want to go by Snacks anymore. He said D Boogie. D Boogie. Who Daniels? Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see Big Snacks. They did last year and the year before. He said he didn't like it, so he changed D Boogie. I like D Boogie. So D Boogie's his nickname. So D Boogs. Daniels, Williams, Dismuke, Toure. I'm excited to see how they test and how they do because I think I think they can really up themselves. I don't I don't know if the safeties and Daniels can test their way into getting drafted, but oh, I yeah. think they can test their way into getting signed right after the draft. Nah, I think they can get drafted. You think so? I think it again. The hard I, part I think for the, the safeties big thing for Williams. The hard part for the safeties is they're they're older. That's the, a good thing. They're six years, but that's not how they look at it. Because you bring in you bring in a rookie that's twenty five years old, you could have you bring in a rookie that's nineteen, and by the time he's twenty five, he's in the prime of his career. He's been in the league for four years, and he, he knows everything. Yeah, he got a point, but you really don't hit your and you get stride, four years stride until like twenty eight. Twenty eight is like twenty eight to thirty two is the prime. Mm-hmm. That that age bracket, so. You still developing at, at 19, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. Not 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 that you couldn't get it done. But I would rather have a guy that's a little bit more mentally sound mm-hmm. than a nineteen year old. Who'd you rather give a million dollars? Well you're not getting to? a you're not getting a nineteen year old because they have to be in, in college for at least three years. So okay, it's well, 18, 19, 21. 20, 21, 20, 21, depending on if they got into college early. Yeah, I know, but who'd you rather give a million dollars to? A twenty one year old or twenty five year old? It could be I mean it it's, could a, I mean, blow it's a twenty five way, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's a twenty five year old, but if you're asking me to to, to you know if I'm starting a rookie and it's a it's a twenty five year old who's been in, in college for six years or it's a twenty two year old who's been in college for three years and it was playing at an extremely high level, I might go with the I might go with the twenty two year old because then I can mold him into exactly what I want as opposed to a twenty five year old who might be I'm not saying they are, might be stuck in his ways and the type of things that he does on the field are just so ingrained into his muscle fibers, into his mind, mm. that it's going to be a lot harder to change what he does. Uh, it's the NFL. They get paid to play football. I know. So you get paid to change the way you do things. I mean, you get paid or to you change. Get cut. You get paid to change, but it's it's harder when you're older. I mean, I, I do think it's harder when you're older, but you get you've paid been doing to, things a certain way. To, you, you, when you play football. I, I was an older guy. I was 22 when I went to the league. 20, 23? Mm-hmm. I was going to – I think I might have been 23. 22 or 23. But my point is I played better in the league. I didn't drop balls in the league like mm-hmm. I did in college because my focus was different. Because I understood now if I drop a ball, I could get cut. If I, if I, if I can catch everything, then I could probably make more money than I'll ever make in, in my lifetime in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So when you are in the NFL, the mentality is different because now you're getting paid to play. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be a little sharper. And if you're not, guess what you're doing? Fishing. Might be chilling on a beach somewhere. No, you're going fishing. Ain't no chilling. <laughs> you're going fishing, trying to figure out what it is. You know what I mean? So... Uh, 
Uh, Tosto says, maybe you talked about it already, but there's an argument that goes, how could Nebraska get like three, four guys drafted potentially and only win three games last year? We can hit that on the other side. Yeah, we'll hit it on the other side. Hey, it's the captain. Ticket, 93.7. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.